0: All right, it's time for another episode of Caution Shots. I'm your host, Daniel DeVore, and welcome to episode two of 2020. Chili Bowl week as I recap some of the action that's already happened during the Chili Bowl Nationals. Kind of look back at some of the predictions I had to see how they uh, came out and how accurate I was. Uh, I was a little bit off on some picks. Uh, I think some of my sleeper picks are a little bit struggling, but uh, it is what it is. But outside of that, we'll recap some of the news going on around in the world of NASCAR. Daytona 500 is coming up soon. The car counts look like they keep going up and up for all the Xfinity series. The Menard series looks like it's strong. Uh, Or the uh, K&N Arca series. Now the Arca series looking like it'll be a great car count for Daytona. It's at about 40 cars down at Daytona for testing. And uh, I think we're going to have strong fields in the truck series on Friday. Uh, Probably be about 36 or 37 cars trying to qualify For the top 32, once again, let's raise the fields back up. If the cars are there, don't send them home. Just pay them a little bit less outside of the top 32 guaranteed guys. The Xfinity Series also with some new additions here and there. A lot of the smaller teams adding guys. It's good to see. Um, It just looks like the Truck Series this year is going to be a lot more competitive than it has been in the past. Other news, NASCAR dropping it this week uh, on Tuesday morning. They dropped the news that they are changing the short track package uh, and for the road course, getting rid of what Dale Jr. called the big-ass spoiler on the back, making a smaller spoiler, trying to help the guys where you're not out front, you're just going to dominate, keep some of that... Keep the short track racing from not being an aero-sensitive as it was last year, which is a step in the right direction. Um, I think some would have probably been a little bit happier if you would have saw it at places like Darlington as well, but they didn't do that. They just stuck to the tracks that were under a mile. I think you got seven of them. I think Phoenix, Bristol, Martinsville. Let's see if I can do them off the top of my head. Dover. The three road courses, Watkins Glen, Sears Point, or Sonoma, or whatever you want to call it. The Roval. So let's see what other tracks did I forget there. I think that's going to be the three. So it was a good move by NASCAR. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit softer tire compound at those tracks. So we have some tire fall off. I agree we should have probably saw. I would have liked to have seen it at Darlington as well because I thought that race was a little bit of a stoozer last year as well, and I would, and Homestead, um, you didn't have the guys running the wall in the pass. Um, the Xfinity race was awesome at Homestead last year in the championship race. So then they had the smaller spoiler. So I'd like to see the spoiler been going in there. But, hey, right step in the right direction. Try to fix those short track races. Try to get rid of that the arrowness of the of those races. So that's a little bit of the NASCAR. You got some of the paint schemes coming out for the 500 and the uh, Looks like the 500s probably gonna have about 43 to 44 cars trying to make the race, so make the duels a little bit more interesting. I think um, I think you uh, the last couple of years have been kind of a, sn- a snore and just not even paying attention to those, but this year you'll have some guys trying to battle for it. Well, now on to the race that is happening a mile from where I'm recording, the Chili Bowl Nationals. They had a little bit of news where the track wasn't. Uh, quiet up to snuff. They used eye racing to get turns one and two. Um, and last night was the first feature where you had some fantastic racing last night. So what they've done looks like it helps the racing because it was definitely kind of a crash fest on trying to do sliders into one and two. But let's look at the little recap of Monday night. It was the local guy, the young kid from Bigsby, Oklahoma, Canada McIntosh, uh, if you've been paying attention to any midget racing this year, that name's not going to surprise you. He ran strong at the Turkey Night Grand Prix at a battle with Kyle Larson. He picked up the win on Monday night with Tyler Courtney finishing second. Um, the interesting part of that was Aaron Reitzel. He got he got he crashed early in the A, came back from the back of the pack, got up to the third. He'll be in great position on Saturday night. Should start up front in the B feature. Some surprises, Zach Domi had a strong car. I mean, those B features are going to definitely be strong. My pick was going to be Brady Bacon. They just really struggled on the setup on Monday night. car looked okay in the B feature that he had to transfer out of, but in the A, they just really didn't have anything there to muster to go up forward as strong as he was. Outside of that, um, Chase Briscoe, they really missed the setup. car looked strong. In the qualifiers, in the heat, had some speed there, but just didn't show in the A. I think he'll be interesting to watch on Saturday as well. But really, no, Michael Pickens, he was strong as always. I mean, anytime you can get a top, basically a top six, top eight, you really need to be in that third, fourth, or fifth range, really, to have a really good chance on Saturday night to get into the feature. But Zach Dom will have a good chance. He looked pretty good as well. So that was your Monday night. Um, well, not very many cars. So if you would have, if you would have done the draw, I would like. I would always say I would always prefer to go on Monday night instead of waiting the rest of the week, get it over with, kind of see what you had this year. Though you kind of got a different racetrack on Monday night, so that'll be a little bit different than in the years past. Then we're on to Tuesday night. It was the Warren Cat qualifying night, and. Surprise, surprise, Kyle Larson was picking up the win. Started up front, dominated all night long. Well, take that back. He didn't dominate in the race of champions. It was also that night that, again, surprise, surprise, it was the number 83 of Christopher Bell picking up the victory in the championship race. But it was good to see another local guy. So Jonathan Beeson got himself locked into the field. Good run by Dylan Welch. It was good to see. Great uh, great run from them. They are up there. Alex Bowman made the A, finished 10th. It's gonna, I think that'll put you probably in the C or D on Saturday. So he's got a lot of work to get done there. Damian Gardner, always a fun guy to watch. He had a really bad A feature. He'll be in the very back. He's definitely in a D probably on Saturday night. So two nights in. And we got two cars from Oklahoma, or two drivers from Oklahoma, locked in to the Saturday night show. And other news, on the Tuesday night, Michael uh, Fasinito, I believe is how you pronounce it, um, dropped a, a racial word after the race. His sponsors was not happy whatsoever. Zero excuse for what he said. He lost his ride, and he will be done for the rest of the Chili Bowl. So, had a great a May night on your qualifying night, but doing something stupid like that, not needed whatsoever. And I applaud uh, Tosses Solid and Mulch for making that decision to kick him out of his ride. So that'll move up probably some. And I mean, I think what they'll do on that is they will just drop his car out of the So he'll still be on the board, but they'll just move one car up when they go out to race. Uh, so, but Alex Bowman, you saw in there, he's going to have to make a run from the back. Uh, some other guys that you might see in there. I mean, it's kind of kind surprising. Of, after Alex, it was kind of an expected night. I think I had uh, Jonathan Beeson always run strong at the Chili Bowl, so no surprise whatsoever. And he looked strong, so I think he'll have a good run. I think he'll probably get a top 10 on Saturday night. On to what was last night, as I'm recording on Wednesday. It was the Hard Rock Casino night. Enrico Abreu would get the win. Uh, Keith Coates uh, Keith Motorsports, he's kind of loyal to him. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch last night's races. I kind of just followed along on Twitter, so... He had a strong car all night, put on a show, celebrated with his fans out there in turn two with the top row rowdies and all that. So strong run from him. It was great racing. Uh, following along on Twitter, there was three wide battles, a lot of carnage in the A feature with a lot of guys finishing worse than what they ran. My sleeper pick, Tom Harris, not the, gr- the result that he probably wanted. Had a good starting spot in the feature, moved back. He finished 13th. That'll probably put him in the C feature on Saturday night. So he has a little bit of work he has to do to get up there to Saturday's a main, but don't put it past him. Sammy Swindell got a top five. He'll be in good shape for Saturday. That's where you kind of want to be if you want to try to work your way in to be in that third, fourth, or fifth spot. Blake Hahn, he had a spot back and forth, but the surprise was Colby Copeland finishing second and locking himself in to the main event uh, Ryan Newman had a strong night he was running up there pretty competitive got a couple crashes here and there in the feature and ended up 21st so that was your Wednesday night um uh, it's kind of been a, a chilly bowl that you're kind of a, kind of how it flows along as it goes. Um, a little bit more carnage last night than you typically see in the Wednesday night qualifier. You usually see a lot more of the carnage on Thursday, Friday. The crowds start getting bigger. The intensity, you can kind of get kind of closer to Saturday. So that's when guys are kind of getting amped up. So it's been a good, it's been good racing so far. Like always, it's kind of expected. So we'll move on to Thursday night a little See what we kind of have going on Thursday night. Um, this will be released on Friday, so Thursday night we'll be kicking off. As always, five o'clock heat races should probably. have the the car counts have been up and down for each night, so it's been um 55 cars on the first night, then it was up to 77, and then I think it got back to 60. So. I'll do a little bit of a preview. I said probably uh, looking at the list on last week. I don't write down anything, so it's hard for me to remember who I had predict. Logan Seavey is going to be strong. I think he'll be out front. I think he might be able to get the win tonight. Uh, well, I say that, but I completely forgot that Christopher Bell was also running. So that's my top two picks right there. Uh, Bell and CV I think it'll be a good race. I think it would be a lot more entertained if one something happens to one of those guys and they have to battle it back from the back of the pack somewhere, maybe even a B feature by having problems in a qualifier race. But don't see that really happening. I haven't had the chance to see the starting lineups at all either. So looking ahead of that, those guys will probably be your one and two for the rest of the night. Joe B. Miller will be out there. He's always pretty strong. Andrew Dill. Kind of a local guy. He'll be strong as well. Cruzman's running tonight. It's just those guys. I don't think they'll just have anything anything close to what those top two guys will have. Then let's look at Friday's nights or what will be tonight's race. I will just put it down that Christopher Bell leads lap 12 to 25, and he's your winner of the Chili Bowl from last night. So, well, that's a little bit of a preview. Just write that down. We could probably just guess that. But tonight, on the Friday night, or tonight, as you're listening to this, uh, it's going to be, hey, we get to see Donnie Schatz tonight returning after a, a few years. Oh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is also going to be running. So it's a pretty good cars out there tonight. I think Friday night, though, as I mentioned on uh, last week's episode, is kind of that, a night that's opened up to some guys that can surprise you. Um, I don't think, I think Tucker Cl- uh, Klassmeyer will be probably pretty strong in the 27 car for Keith Koontz Motorsports. But outside of that, Tanner Thorson will be probably, Tanner Thorson will be strong. So those are tough of your top guys that you've pretty seen up front. But Darren Pittman's there. So, I mean, Friday night is going to be a fun night out there because it's going to be a lot of guys battling out big crowds, going to be jam packed in there. A lot of guys will be racing up front that aren't used to it. And Justin Grant's also running. So Friday night has, uh, it's probably going to be a pretty spectacular night. I think they'll tear up a lot of equipment. Um, but uh, probably wouldn't be surprised to see the Keith Cohn's Motorsports with the uh, Clyde Meyer up front. Justin Cran, might be up there as well. Uh, my boy, Chris Andrews, graduated high school with. He'll be running Friday night. So he's. they just kind of lack a little bit of the horsepower. Uh, those top guys do. So the track dries up. He gets a good setup. He'll always run strong. Keeps it out of trouble. Maybe he can get a top five finish and set him up for maybe making the main event on Saturday night. So that'll be all. The qualifiers will be done. We'll be moving to Saturday night. And after seeing what I've saw so far from the first three nights of racing, I think you got three guys right now, and I don't think it'll be changed after the qualifier night. Ricky Obreo, Christopher Bell, and Christopher Larson. Or Kyle Larson not, not got that guy's name off. Christopher Bell, the Christopher Larson that ran on night, but yeah, Larson Bell for you. Rico has looked pretty strong. Uh, had a solid night. I don't think the car had quite as much speed as Bell had in the race of champions and Larson. So I think you're gonna have that Larson Bell. I think the Friday night uh shuffle for the pole will be interesting. You want to get in that top four, five, or six spot on starting, so winning your prelim night is definitely important, so Bell can't fart around on his Thursday night, because Larson's already put it on into this top spot, so so if you're coming down to who is going to win I think for the first time, we'll have a first time winner, and it's going to be Kyle Larson, this is Kyle Larson's year, he's I think he's 10 for 11 in his own midget and or now 11 for 12, maybe. So definitely going to be Kyle Larson's year. I think this will be, he'll have a fantastic 2020 in NASCAR. I think everything's kind of lining up for a fantastic year. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes out, wins the chili bowl and then goes to Daytona and wins that one as well. So your caution shots, 2020 chili bowl, 34th annual Chili Bowl winner will be Kyle Larson. Really going out of a limb there for sure. So that is Chili Bowl coverage. We'll be back next week for episode three. We will recap what happened. We will probably talk about how Christopher Bell or Kyle Larson won the Chili Bowl. Hey, maybe there'll be a surprise. There's a lot of good equipment. Uh, Saturday night, you never know, 55 laps. Lap traffic can be an issue. Motors can let go. So it's kind of anybody's race at that point. But um, definitely but those two guys have been the strongest. We'll also be looking ahead to the Rolex 24 hours at Daytona. It's a beautiful time of the year. You just roll into racing and racing and racing. You, the, the short off season. Uh, we got Supercross racing on as well. They were live at St. Louis last week. Roxon got his first win after a long break. So it's a f- it's always great to be a race fan, but this is definitely the excitement's building back because we're ready for Daytona. Uh, Chili Bowl kicks it off. It's just the best time of the year to be a race fan because you kind of get those couple weeks off. you are like, man, I really miss racing. And then, boom, it's right back. So... Rolex talk next weekend chili bowl recap. It's we got a lot of things on our hand. We're gonna talk more about Daytona. It'll be the Bush Clash. God Bush before you know it. So Fantastic time. You get a chance. Mav TV Saturday night will have your Chili Bowl finals. You can go to there's a believe. Fit TV or not Fit TV? It's some weird. If you look online, there's a way to get a five dollar if you don't have Mav TV to watch the Chili Bowl Nationals. Um, what I my plan is, I get Racing Boys. I sit there, watch it. The A features all the all the features all day long. Because if you're not up at 10 a.m. watching the or nine, I don't even know what time they're starting this year. Nine a.m. or 10, watching those early features, you're really missing out. That's when the the squirrels are loose, and it is a good time to watch them. So until next weekend, enjoy a fantastic weekend. Order the pay-per-view Racing Boys Saturday. you got got to tomorrow nights as well if you haven't got a chance, $30. It's a little expensive, I know. I'm one of the first ones to say, hey, let's get this more audiences out there. That make it $9.99, $10. dollars to try to get as many people as we can to watch it. But, you know, it's a lot cheaper than going to the races. It's $55, so at least this feed is a little bit cheaper than buying a ticket. So enjoy the racing. I know it's going to be cold all over the country. There's football on, on Sunday as well. So it's going to be a fantastic weekend, a lot of three day weekend for some. So until next time, I want to quickly mention the Soundsooth app. We've got a lot of comedy shows, the getting greasy podcast. If you are a trailer park, boy fan is on there. There's some other shows and, they are nice enough to let this racing show on there, so to get a chance, check out some of them. Not very family-friendly, but it is what it is. Uh, probably don't have too many kids listening to this show, so it's probably fine. But once again, I am Daniel Vour. Thank you so much for listening to Caution Shots. We will be back for Episode 3 next week. Have a great time.